More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bold, reverent, and occasionally random. The Sunday Hang with Clay and Buck podcast starts now. Buck, I saw this. And I wanted to hit you with the quiz. Did you know the spelling bee happened over uh, last night? Oh, Did you wow. watch you're going to hit it? me with spelling bee and, and hope that I don't type real fast while you're asking me on no, air. No, I, I, I am just curious if you have ever heard of the word that was the winning word. So I want to give a shout out. Dev Shaw, a 14-year-old from Largo, Florida. He won the spelling bee last night. 11 other spellers in a nail-beating final. The, he gets $50,000 in cash, commemorative medal, the Scripps Cup, lifetime of bragging rights. I'm reading that from Axios. The winning word. Yeah. I, I'm not even sure how to pronounce this. Samophile. Do you have any idea what a samophile is? It's a noun. A samo. Well, I mean, it's, it's someone who loves. Uh, um, samophile. I've never heard this word in my whole life. Uh, <laughs> I, I honestly, Mike I, says I, you stumped on me. sandwiches. What, what is a samophile? It is an organism that prefers or thrives in sandy areas. Never heard the word samophile. So my question for you. Oh, okay. So that's you know, it's not even. A, it's a different. Wait, how do you? So now you have to tell me how you spell it because it's not. No, I was just. I'm not even tell you I'm gonna let you. Guess not how to spell it. Just tell me the first letter in the word. P. Oh, you got it. Clay, come because on. I, <laughs> Who are you rolling with here, buddy? Who do you I think you're rolling I with? I would have samophile. And I'm I'm guessing that's pronounced samophile, right? Yeah. I could be. Like, we all it's know like pseudonym. If you're getting all, if you're getting really tricky with an S sound, you got to know there's a P before it. Clay, yeah. you can't bring that into Buck's house. You're gonna all right, get tossed. Well, you do you want to try to spell it then? Is no, you got, you got I'm gonna take my small win and I'm gonna take that to the bank. I'm not phoning a friend here. I'm taking my cash home. Samophile. P S A. M-M-O-P-H-I-L-E, Samophile, winning word. There you go. Uh, you're uh, all geniuses. So the ways you get tricked up on that one, obviously, the double M is tough. 
the O file and, and it's the PS and then the double M in the middle. Because I think everybody, even if you caught the PS trick, you'd say you wouldn't think of it as a double M. Yeah. So he got it. And they, and now he I'm fired up. I want I want to challenge this little Mr. Shaw and see, you know, we go head to I'm head. Impressed. He'd probably smoke me. I'm impressed that you got it starting with the word P. I should have paused and let everybody else out there guess. I don't. I think. I think most people would have just gone, "Yeah, Samophile." I'm going to start it off on the S. Because uh, right, in, in Spy of- World, you got to think pseudonym a lot. Pseudonym is a very common uh, thing we, we talk about. Sunday Hang with Clay and Buck. Hanging out with our friend Jesse Kelly, who has got a book coming out tomorrow. The Anti-Communist Manifesto is the name of that book. We would encourage you guys to get out there and buy it. Um, and uh, Jesse, I know you're going to be on the road a little bit. you got like four or five different uh, book signings, right? I do. I've got uh, I've got one in Houston. Look, this is just something we celebrities have to do. We world-famous <laughs> authors. We have one in Houston. We're Salt Lake City, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, Tampa, Florida, and I think that's it for the first one. There did may end up being a second one. Did you have anything to do with the selection of these locations, or did they just tell you, hey, this is where you're going? I am one of these things. It's I'm probably a disability, but I don't care about details of anything at all. No details. I never know details, and I don't want to know. People will ask me things like, how are the ratings on the show, or how's this, or where are you going on the tour, and I never have an answer, and I don't want to know. You just show me where I'm going and tell me what time I have to be there and I'll be fine. I had nothing to do with it whatsoever, but they're all places I love. That's fine. I grew up around Harrisburg. I love Salt Lake City because I moved to Montana, spent a bunch of time there, and everyone loves Florida. So it worked out fine for me. So all let's right, let's some- go to some of these yep. calls. Uh, yep. Chris got- in St. Louis is weighing in on a major controversy associated with you, the $75 per shot of tequila order. Chris in St. Louis, what you got for us? Jesse Kelly rules straight to the point. Clay, Buck, you guys are cheap. $75 is all about the experience of drinking with Jesse Kelly, not about what the shot costs. It's like having Elton John at your wedding. I just want to know how Jesse Kelly had a had – a, I didn't know he had a little brother or a first cousin who could call into the show, but, uh, but, but Chris – I got to tell you, we had, we had a great we had a great night that night, and and I can tell you also that uh, that uh, you know it was it was the the best tequila that you could get, and and can I say our Charlie, by you know because she worked yes Charlie Arnold was there as well, so there is in fact a eyewitness to all this. She is now without kick. It was a uh, it was a recruiting mission, so maybe Jesse just wanted to get the expensive tequila so that you know Clay could look like a big man, and then uh, Outkick would get. A great hire, which they did end up getting. Thank you for calling in, Chris. Seth in St. Louis, you got a question for Jesse. The way you're promoting promoting the book and hustling, what do you think your chances are making the New York Times bestseller list? Uh, well, that's funny you bring that up. The New York Times bestseller list is obviously a thing you want because it's bragging rights, essentially. And everyone knows how much I love to brag. It's one of my favorite things to do is talk about myself and brag about myself. That said, it's also well known that if you are someone on the right writing a book, you really have to sell so many that they have no choice, that they look stupid if they keep you off the list. So am I going to make the list? I don't know. I guess right now it's killing it. I, I guess we'll find out if, if you want to get it or information on the book tour or if you want to sign copy and you want to try to stick it to the New York Times. 
jessikellybook.com. I should have gave that out earlier. That's where people go for it. So the answer to that question is, I don't know, Seth. I, I hope, right? If I don't, it's not like I'm going to cry myself to sleep, but that's always a goal. I wanted to sell as many of these as I can. Yeah, speaking to what Jesse has done um, and is referencing here, if you write a book that is not super left-wing, there's a lot of people out there who believe the New York Times bestseller list actually reflects the most purchased books in any given week. It does they not. have a collection mm-hmm. of super left-wing bookstores that they <laughs> then create an algorithm with. And this, I didn't know this until I wrote my last book, Jesse. I was, I think, number five or six overall for most sold copies in 2018. And I didn't make the top 20 New York Times bestseller huh. list. And, so and you it's know, they, a lie. They don't include Amazon in correct. the sales. A lot. Yeah, that's correct. So, so start with the place where people buy the most books by far, if you're buying physical books, is Amazon. They don't include that in the list. And they do it based on, you know, a collection of bookstores owned by blue-haired cat ladies who some of whom by the way listen to our show on a right wing and we love them but these are the left-wing variety so jesse it's, that's it's how a road it's Look, a road challenge of course that's and that's kind of the thing can you sell it would be nice more than bragging rights more than anything else it would be nice to stick it to them like that to sell so many that just out of shame out of the for the credibility of the list they would have to put it on the list so, of course, you want that. Anyone with any ambition wants that. Whether that'll happen or not, I don't know. I Look, I want people to read it and learn from it. That's what I want. The other what? thing that's important is, Buck and Jesse and everybody out there listening, a lot of bookstores that are physical in nature put the New York Times bestsellers in the front of a store. So people might not know who you are, and if you're on that list, suddenly when you walk into a bookstore, your book is there, easy accessed easy to see somebody might pick it up that otherwise wouldn't that's the other reason it has a lot of impact charles yeah that's one of the... oh, wait wait hold on Sorry. hold on a second jesse charles in miami wants to weigh in with you charles what do you have for jesse hey gentlemen good afternoon jesse sorry about your uh, hairline there you know i know you're tall but you're, tall, <laughs> you're still you're still growing so you're really not losing you're growing out of your hair <laughs> but anyway i just wanted to get your thoughts maybe i'm being overly pessimistic I'm worried about Texas with all these illegals there, and I think if electoral college-wise goes, if Texas goes, we're done. And if you look at the the county map of lower Texas, a lot of that has already changed blue. And I just wanted to get your feedback on that. No, it's a a very good question. Let me ease your fears, though. Uh, Look, it's okay to be worried about Texas because you're right. Electorally, if we lose the state of Texas, we're finished. But Texas is going to be just fine, and let me explain why. We worry about people moving from blue states to red states because we say, ah, don't bring your politics with you. But the truth is, at least here in Texas, and I know this from data from friends I have within the state, so this is not me guessing, I know this, over 60% of the people who move from blue states to red states and come to Texas are voting Republican. So yes, are we getting Democrats in that group? Yes. But the truth is humans are migrating, as human beings always have, so they can live under their values. They want to live around people who share their values. When people leave from blue to red, I know it's common to complain about it when you're one of the people who's already there, but the truth is it's making your red state stronger. It is. And I, and I understand that the concern, because what happens is you get these idiot GOP governors who say, oh, bring your big business there, and the business comes with 10,000 employees, and those are Democrats. So that's generally a bad idea. But when people migrate on their own, when people move on their own, 
It actually helps your state. And if you're in a red state and want to keep it that way, you should encourage it. Here's some data, Jesse, to back up what you're saying. In Florida, uh, where I live, they had a Democrat advantage in registration, which is amazing to think about. In 2018, when that election happened, which was a razor, razor thin governor's election, Democrats had a 250,000 registered voter advantage. Republicans, as of this year, as of this, uh, I think it was certainly the first quarter of this year, had about a half a million advantage. So the switch, I think it might be at three or 400,000 now, something like that. The switch is massive. And so the inflow to Florida has been overwhelmingly Republican. There's also some registration efforts in the state for people that were already here that are a part of that. But a lot of it is red state people living in blue states say, how about trying a red state now? Yeah, yeah just look, on this I, show, I understand the concern. Jesse in Texas, you in Florida, me in Tennessee. I think it's made it way redder everywhere. Jesse, I bet that's what you're seeing. You kind of hinted at that with the data from Texas as well. Oh, yeah, it's everywhere. We do not see a massive influx of Democrats here. And in fact, this is why I talk about anti-communism. This is why these red states like Tennessee and Florida, well, Florida's been better about this, Texas, Texas has sucked at this. They should be passing laws, these anti-communist laws, just to drive the communists crazy. And this is what I mean. You pass a law, like let's say you pass a law they don't like, an abortion restriction law. People will argue back and forth about abortion. But if you pass one of these laws, you will find the commies you don't want in your state will self-deport. They will. When you start overwhelming them with anti-communism, the communists will flee and make your state, make your state redder as they leave. We are not near aggressive enough with these scum, and we need to be more aggressive. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. 
I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, from this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Sunday Drop with Clay and Buck. Clay, it seems to me that you are going to be out for a few days here. Are you, is this a couple's retreat? And have you seen the couple's <laughs> retreat movie? I, I, I've not seen the movies. Yeah, I'm going out. You may have heard of this place. I've never been. Uh, it's in East Tennessee called Blackberry Farms. Um, and, I've always wanted uh, to go. Two, yeah, it's supposedly really nice. I've never been. Uh, two of my buddies from law school and their wives, uh, they all put this trip together. So I'm going to be out there. And honestly, I mean, giving people a little bit behind the scenes, I told you, I was like, hey, just so you know, it wouldn't stun me if Trump got charged. And so I, I told you, I was like, hey, I'll put, the, I'll put the trip a little bit on hiatus. It's not like I'm going to be unreachable because I think this is one of those times when, you know, when you wake up and put, pick up your phone in the morning, like you have no idea what might happen during the course of the day. I mean, if you and, and Laura, Mrs. Travis, are getting shiatsus and you run out in your robe on the cell phone to call into the show, Clay, we, we, we got it, buddy. Don't worry about it. We're going to have it covered one way or the other. I've never gotten a massage in my life. No 100%. way. I've never been in one of the, I mean, I've obviously oh, stayed at hotels that have massage parlors or whatever you want to call it. I've never been to a spa. I've never gotten a massage. Never had a pedicure, manicure, like hot wax treatment, any of that. I've never done any of it. So I haven't even, I've seen in movies and TV shows and whatnot, but I've never had any of that experience. I, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm, I'm dumb. Here's another right good now. question for you. What percentage of our life? audience has had a massage? And I'm not talking about like the Robert Kraft style massage where you pull up in a, <laughs> in a strip mall. I'm talking about like a legitimate, uh, you know, like tissue massage or whatever you want to call it. Oh man, I would guess half. I would guess so you half. think people when, more likely when, have had massages than golfed. Oh, I think I think probably more because remember the first of all the women women like getting massages too. More women like massages. Yeah, sorry, than, I, I meant I men. I think like most golf. women have had a massage at some point. Well, I, I now mean, you move, you know. Yeah, Clay's moving the goalposts, and if I, we're going to mark down all these all these crazy Clay predictions today, where there's even no goalposts moving on any of that, I can assure you, uh, Clay. I think that the the way that most people get introduced to massage is when they're on vacation, the spa. Yeah. Is and and I'm telling you, like if you go to see at this fancy place is a very nice place in Eastern Tennessee where you're going couples massage, which is great. And I'm gonna t- I'm gonna text Laura and say that she has to say you have to go get a massage. You two need to go and do this. You will love it. It is amazing. I'm not leading you astray, um, but man, they're exp- like it's expensive at these resorts for sure. They definitely uh, that's one way they run up the bill on you real fast. The spa treatment. Pre- now I'm sounding like a guy who spends a lot of time at spas, <laughs> which is not true, but I do like a good massage. Our producer, Allie, just said, again, congratulations to Allie. We talked about this. She's back in, in the studio after having gotten married. She said her new husband, Gerard, 
would give me a massage. He's excellent at it. I I don't want a man to touch me like that. He's a prof- I, he's professionally trained. Wait, he's he professionally, professionally trained. trained. I think I would. O- I've never had a massage before. I think I would only get one from a woman. I don't think I want a man like rubbing all over me. I don't know. What do you usually get, Buck? I'm do you get tell men you or something. women? Even I I always choose the female masseuse. Um, I will tell you that even within massage aficionado world, there are guys who they 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 think that you know they don't care and there are other guys who only like a lady masseuse so a masseur i suppose would be the male version so if i i don't know i have not had a a masseur i've only gone masseuse it's rare that my jaw drops when i look down at the text exchange here and Allie is opening up uh offering up her new husband to give me a massage i'm like well i don't i don't even know what to say hardly to this uh this offering um, Ali, I mean, she's she gets married. Hands, next, you know, she's you know? rolling right in. Like my husband will just give you a massage. Like I, I don't know how I feel about all this. <laughs> I love she's telling us he's a professional. He's licensed. He's been, and it's all true, by the way. But that's the thing. Like it's, I'm Clay. It is. You're doing boxing. Like you're doing some physical activity these days. Yeah. You know, I'm. I got We got to text Laura. We have to tell Mrs. Clay Travis that you guys need a couple's massage in Eastern Tennessee, and you need to report back. And don't worry, I'm not going to throw any keg parties while you're gone. If if they indict Trump, I'm going to hop into the foxhole and, and do everything I can to fight for Trump and for, for justice in America. You need to go and drink some mint juleps and get your shoulders rubbed, buddy. That's what you have to do. I'm boxing three days a week now. One of the best workouts there is. I love it. Um, never had the massage. So now I'm now I'm intrigued. Should I go get a massage? And is it uncomfortable? I mean, is it awkward? Do you get asked no, if you want a amazing. male or female? Like, how does that work? It, oh, that part of it. Uh, yeah, usually you specify. But think of it like if you're Rocky and mix in the corner. And he's like, get in there, Rock. And he's like pounding your shoulders. It's a little bit like that, except... More music with wind chimes and, you know, you're wearing like a tiny towel. But it's very similar. I love that Buck is just Mr. Massage. He's out massages all the time. I've really never (laughs) been to one. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 